The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. For Townie and the Commander podcast. And for some reason, we now have a disco theme going on here on A's Cast. What we want to do is just kind of give you a, a little of what's going on right now in baseball. This is not a day or a time where we have our full talk show, A's Cast Live. But we always want to keep you up to date on things that are going on in Major League Baseball. And right now, the biggest news is the Mookie Betts-David Price deal is a little bit in limbo right now. And the reason why the pitching prospect that the Red Sox are going to get from the Minnesota Twins, the Red Sox are not liking his medicals. Because that's, you know, they always say with these trades, you know, hey, this trade has gone down, but you got to pass the medical and Commander, as of right now, it looks like the Red Sox are not digging this right-hander who is young. He's already had Tommy John surgery, but it's his shoulder that they're looking at. And the deal is not off. And supposedly the Red Sox are looking at other prospects in the twin system. But as of right now, the trade is in limbo. So according to Jeff Passan of ESPN, he put in his latest report, alternative options to complete a deal exist, according to sources. The players involved could be amended, as could the amount of money Boston is sending to the Los a- to Los Angeles to cover a portion of the $96 million still owed to Price. The Dodgers and Red Sox could theoretically opt for a two-team trade or involve a different third team. Gratterall is, con- is currently with the Twins. He also pitched in the majors last year, which he only appeared in a few games, but still he has some major league experience. The likelihood of a trade of bets to the Dodgers blowing up altogether, sources said, is slim. I still think this trade goes through. I think that Mookie Betts will be a Los Angeles Dodger, and we will see the full force of Mookie Wood in 2020. What if the deal gets nullified? Now what do you do? How awkward is that for Mookie and David Price to go back to, to, to Boston? I mean, right? I mean that, that. I mean, this is a big deal because the Dodgers are taking on a ton of money, and not only a ton of money now, but you got to think a ton of money in the future because you don't trade for Mookie Betts to not sign him up long term. You're not you're not doing this for a one year rental and then have David David Price for two more years. You want Mookie Betts in your outfield, primetime player. It's the Dodgers. It's Los Angeles. Los Angeles is about stars. You got to have sizzle on the steak, baby, and that's what Mookie Betts is to Dodger fans. And Dodgers got a ton of money. They got the biggest TV contract. They get well over three million a year. They're printing money, and it's time for Andrew Friedman to to start spending it as they've won the West seven times, that they haven't won a World Series since 1988. And you've already said to your fan base, we got Mookie Betts. 
hey, we got David Price. This guy's going to eat up a lot of innings. He's going to help us. And uh, send them back. And as you said, awkward. How awkward that be if if Mookie Betts and David Price report to, where do they train, Fort Myers? Yeah, yeah, Boston does Fort Myers, Florida. Wow. Well, what, what, so how does that affect the Jock Peterson, Ross Stripling trade to the Angels? Did the Dodgers go, hey, uh, we want Jock back. No, that that, that doesn't work <laughs> we, that we, way. We actually need to we need to think about this because we're not we're not getting Mookie right now. So can we get Jock back and you can throw Ross back and we'll give you Renhifo back and he could you know be your utility guy and your infill for your Angels. You're right though. L. A. has is all about the sizzle. We, we see in L. A. with LeBron, Kawhi, Paul George, and the NBA. Well, the NHL really don't have a lot of stars anymore. They're not the Ducks and the Kings, but before that, Gretzky, Kopitar, Dustin Brown, Jonathan Quick. Now in baseball, you have. That they're down the road a little bit down there playing in Anaheim, but you have Trout, Otani, Rendon. Hey, you got Goff, you got Donald, you got Gurley with the Rams. Uh, they were just in the Super Bowl. And then you have Joey Bosa with the Chargers. Is that who we're going with the Chargers, the best player? Because Philip Rivers gone. Melvin Gordon's a free agent. You got Ingram there. He's really good. Yeah, he's good. Uh, the, the rookie, their first round pick last year was pretty good, too. He's blanking on who it was. Uh, Eric Weddle just retired. He's no longer a charger, but he's the guy you would think of. So yeah. there's stars in L.A. You yeah. need stars. Well, there's stars in San Diego now, too, with Tatis and Machado and Chris Paddock, and they have guys coming up through their system. And L.A. has the money to afford these guys. But to see Mookie, Mookie Wood go back to Beantown with David oh, Price. That's and, not, uh, not going to work. No, I'm curious to see what other team they try to rope into a three-way trade. Remember on A's Cast Live yesterday, because you always say you need more hot takes. I gave you a hot take. I said Heim Bloom will not survive as the CBO, Chief Baseball Operator? Officer. Officer. That's kind of odd. You're an officer. Um, let's say this trade doesn't go down. And you got to bring these guys back to spring training and work out another deal somewhere else. Oh, without a manager, mind you. So who's Without a manager. The, who's running the clubhouse? Without a manager. I mean, you couldn't ha- – and you got sanctions you know are coming down on you, probably being fined $5 million, probably losing first, second-round draft pick this draft, the next draft, and it could be even worse because, remember, they're the Apple Watch guys, and they promised baseball they wouldn't do anything again. So they may get stiffer penalties than the Astros got. Even though this is not Bloom's fault, Bloom has inherited an absolute dumpster fire and but this trade is on him people in Beantown are furious if all of a sudden you got to bring Mookie back and then trade him again I'm telling you and then you start having a couple losing seasons they'll be demanding that you get rid of Hein Bloom send him back to Tampa or as you said, his next job will be the Miami Marlins in three years. Uh, the, uh, hey, Jeter, they need a turnaround down there, Miami, and you know they're going to they're starting to get a lot of talent to play for the Marlins, but that's a different story. Well, the Rays could use Heim back there. They lost James Click to the Astros, so they don't have a executive vice president of baseball operations anymore. Just think about that Dodgers lineup if they had Mookie. So we went over this on Ace Cast Live, but Betts, Muncy, Turner, Bellinger, AJ Pollock, Seager, a full year of Gavin Lux and Will Smith. That's a pretty good lineup. Now, their postseason batting average, I have this, and we didn't get a chance to go over this, but I have this. Here's their all those guys I just listed. Here's their postseason batting averages in their careers. Mookie Betts, 227. 
Max Muncie, 217. Justin Turner, pretty good, 310. Cody Bellinger, 178. A.J. Pollock, 111. He was like nine out of his last 11 at-bats in the postseason. He struck out nine out of, 10, nine out of 11 times. You got Corey Seager, and then you have a 203. Gavin Lux and Will Smith, both small sample sizes, 222 and .77 for Will Smith. The last time the Red Sox traded a player like this, like Mookie Betts, was 100 years ago and Babe Ruth. The wars were very similar, and the Red Sox needed money, or in this case, to get rid of money so they can be under the threshold, which they, right now, if the trade goes through, they're like, I think, $190 million in payroll, and the, the CBT is at 208 Great move for Heim to get this done for now, on paper, theoretically, hypothetically. All right. But how, if, how is this a great move? You're getting you're getting rid of are you, if it goes the through, second best player in baseball for a guy with a bum arm and a guy with a bad back and, and a guy with a bad back. Uh, well, you know, hey, so how about this? I got this. So you like war wins above replacement. So so players with the best war from the age twenty three to twenty six. Number one, Mickey Mantle. Number two, Babe Ruth. Number three, Ty Cobb. Number four, Rogers Hornsby. Number five is Mike Trout. Number six is Willie Mays. Number seven, Lou Gehrig. Number eight, Eddie Collins, Philadelphia Athletic. Number nine, Tris Speaker. Number 10, Albert Pujols. Number 11, Mookie Betts. And number 12, another Philadelphia Athletic, Jimmy Fox. So you want to talk about two guys that are having starts of their career that match the greatness. Well, Pujols is still around. But Trout, number five, and Mookie Betts, number 11, and that's how good Mookie Betts is. He's in the top 12 wars from age 23 to 26. This guy is forging a Hall of Fame career. I don't know how you sell this. Well, you don't. That's the thing. Uh, I, I I don't get like I, I get rid of somebody else. I mean, get fine. Well, fine. well, remember the line that John Henry gave to I think it was Dan Shaughnessy saying that this is we're not you know we're not trying to get under the CBT or something along those lines. I have to find a direct quote, but he's saying that we're not worried about that. This is clearly why you moved on from Mookie. You're you're worried about the CBT, and 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 you got rid of David Price, and you're supposed to send cash to the Red Sox for David Price, or to the Dodgers for David Price. I just I don't understand how you sell this to the Boston fans because uh, you know being a guy from the East Coast and well Pittsburgh's not really a big baseball town right now but uh, I know how rabid that fan base is in Boston for all sports to get rid of a guy that's number eleven all time from the from the ages of twenty three to twenty six in WAR good luck selling that it's different back in uh, hundred years ago when they traded Babe Ruth uh, sports talk radio and and everything wasn't around back then. So it was a little different. They didn't but, have Twitter back. Yeah, they weren't tweeting things out. You know, it was just in a newspaper, and that's all you really heard. But seeing that Mookie now, you got if this happens, three of those guys are playing in Southern California, which is crazy. Yeah, and they're all going to probably be Hall of Fame. Well, Mookie's not a Hall of Famer yet. Trout's already. We all think Trout's already a Hall of Famer. Pulhouse is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Could be unanimous. Trout's over a seventy WAR. I mean, he could walk away from the game right now, and he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think he's right. Like I think he's seventy two point five, and Larry Walker was seventy two point seven. Put it this way. If Derek Jeta got every vote but one and Trout already has a higher war than Jeter, more MVPs, 
Now, I understand the greatness of Jeter in the postseason. And Jeter played on so many winning teams. But you're you're never going to put, by the end of Trout's career, you wouldn't even sniff putting Jeter in his class. No, not even close. He's going he's gonna to be in the class of Ruth, Bonds, Mays, Aaron, uh, Ted Williams. You know, when you talk about there's Hall of Famers and then there's the all-time, all-time Hall of Famers, Trout's going to be up with those guys. Ricky Henderson. Well, I said that I feel like Trout could be the greatest player of my generation that I've seen. I mean, I've watched Pool House. I watched a lot of Barry Bonds, but I watched a lot of these guys more modern pool hosts, Ichiro, A-Rod. Super Barry's tough to beat. Yeah, I mean, he has the highest war of all time. <laughs> Super Barry. Super Barry, uh, once he took the juice, Barry became unstoppable. Do you know, By the way, this is a quick – you know how many home runs, how many seasons of 50 or more home runs Barry Bonds had in his career? One. 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 It was year he broke the home run record. One. Yeah. Well, I they mean, stopped I- – well – when he became Super Barry, they stopped pitching to him. So yeah, he'd he walked like, 240 times a year. He'd get one pitch, and he'd hit it out of the ballpark. So if they would have pitched to him, he probably would have had a, a few more. By the way, this just came across Twitter, and this is a little aside. Is this breaking? This is breaking. This is uh, this came out just from MLB Network. It's a press release from MLB Network. MLB Network will air an exclusive interview with former Houston Astros manager A.J. Hinch and MLB Network insider Tom Verducci on MLB Tonight, February 7th, at 6 p.m. Eastern, so 3 p.m. Pacific. The interview, which was filmed this week, Hinch addresses for the first time Major League Baseball's recent investigation into the Houston Astros. You know what that's called? A fluff piece? Damage control. Someone said, someone already put on the thing like, this is a fluff, it's going to be a fluff interview. Well, if he ever wants to manage again, this is smart. 100% agree. Because this is this is the old, I mean, even look how long Mark McGuire denied, denied, denied. Tony Larusa wanted to bring him back into baseball. So what did they do? He went on MLB Network. Bob Costas. He owned it. He said sorry. Next thing you know, Mark is a hitting coach, and he worked for the Cardinals, the Padres, the Dodgers. If he still wanted to be in baseball, he'd be in baseball. But now he's watching his kids play as they're getting pretty good. You got to say sorry. Alex Rodriguez, denied, 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 caught, suspended, finally said sorry. Now he's Sunday night baseball and he does Fox for the postseason. You got to own it and you got to say sorry. Once you do that, it's why Pete Rose is still where he is. Pete Rose took – they gave him multiple ways. At the beginning, the middle, he never would own it. If you, if A.J. Hinch comes out and says, we did it, and I hope Tom Verducci goes, okay, what exactly what, – what's what was the trash campaign? What was the whole deal? How many people were involved? You know, if he owns it and says sorry, he'll get a chance to probably manage again because he's a good manager. I mean, it's obvious. He's – he he, you know, he he he's been to two World Series, one one. This is why Luno will never get another job. So speaking of Luno, I went back and looked. I want to say he he was pretty active on Twitter. When I say active, he had a Twitter account, a lot of followers. It's not. I went to look to see if he said anything about anything. Just respond to anybody. He protected his tweets on Twitter. Now you have to request to follow him before it was all open. So I found that interesting. But the whole thing with Hinch, uh, the first thing I thought of was. After reading this, and then you were talking about you need to get in front of it, own it. 
buying or selling AJ Hinch will be an analyst at MLB Network this season. Selling. You don't I, think you don't think Hinch works in TV? No, I think he's got. I think he's got. Because uh, you got to remember, as much as we love MLB Network, Major League Baseball is what keeps the net. The network's not making a ton of money because of ratings. You and I may watch it, and the other baseball dorks like us may watch it, but they're not getting – I mean, it, it, that's basically – that thing's kept alive by Major League Baseball. And I doubt Major League Baseball is going to be cool with A.J. Hinch right out of the gate getting a cushy TV job. Well, Pete Rose was on Fox for a while. And yeah. A-Rod. Yeah, but how many – that was years. I know, but I'm saying, like, I could, I could just see, like, Hinch taking a year – like, getting the year off and doing something somewhere, analyst work somewhere. But I, 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 I don't see him getting a gig right away, too, by the way. There's going to be some time. There's going to have to be there, – there, you because know, there, there was the great article uh, by friend of the program, Buster Olney. By the way, how are those T-shirts coming along, friend of the program? Uh, did you see the, the images we got sent? I got sent this from uh, one, of our, one of our biggest fans, Brian, and uh, he sent me the pictures. I don't know if you saw them, but here's what they look like. It oh, just I says, love that. It just has our logo, AFA's cast, and at the bottom it says, friend of the program. I love that. Uh, I have to run this by our management team and the prof- my manager, the Get professor. the professor on it. Buster Olney came out with the, the five biggest victims. And even C.J. Nikowski, friend of the program, former pitcher and Rangers broadcaster. You also hear him on Sirius XM. He, he talked about how, listen, the cheating amongst the Astros and the Red Sox, whether you can really say directly cost the Dodgers the World Series in 17 and 18, but one of the reasons why they're making this deal is because they haven't won a World Series. If they have won the World Series, would they even be trading for Mookie Betts? Would they be taking on David Price's money if they would have won in 17 or 18? Maybe not. Because some think they're good enough to win a World Series as they are. So the cheating, the ramifications, as CJ said, continue to happen. But Buster said, number one, the the credibility of recent baseball history. I mean, your managers are fired. Your GM is fired. The GM of the Red Sox, Dave Dombrowski, would have been fired. It taints it. There's no, you know, there. Everybody wants these asterisks now. Everybody wants the, the the World Series taken away from Houston. And I can tell you right now, the minute the Red Sox get sanctioned, they're going to say the same thing. Number two, individual opponents. Aaron Judge. If people would have known about this in 2017, before the ballots were put in, Altuve would have never been the MVP. Aaron Aaron Judge would have been the third rookie to win the MVP. Each row's one. Fred Lynn. So, yeah, he would have been the third then. I'd have to lead it. If I'm th- missing one, he would have been third or fourth, whatever. Uh, there's Aaron Judge. There's how many pitchers that got lit up by him. So, number three. Mike Fires, you know, Mike Fires, 
There's some people, even though I believe they're wrong, and I'm not saying that because I work for the A's. If Mike Fires played for the Mariners or the Angels, I would be applauding him. I don't blame him. I do this. I do that. We talked to Jerry Harrison Jr., Dodgers analyst, former player, world champion, 2009 New York Yankees. Jerry said he played, what, for nine teams? Edwin Jackson's played for 14 teams. What, what, you think you got loyalty to people in a clubhouse that you don't play in anymore? Plus, Mike Fires, he didn't even pitch for them in the postseason. He wasn't even on the playoff roster. Number four, the fans. I don't know about that. But number five, the Astros and their future. I thought this article was interesting. It was uh, January 14th. Still have it in my office. Yeah, it was. We don't know what it's going to. We don't know what the mental side of this thing is going to look like. We don't know. Everybody is. I don't know where Houston trains. I have no clue in Florida. But I can tell you, everybody's going. Oh, it's going to be crazy down there. Everybody's going. It'll be like the Cub Spring. Remember how we always talk about how crazy Cub Spring training is? The Astros will probably be. I hate to say it's probably going to be like double that because so many, so many people want to be down there to talk to the players and see what's going on. And how are they going to own it? Because Jim Crane, their owner, says they're going to own it. And they're going to say sorry. Are they just going to get up on stage and one person talks and says sorry, and then they go, okay, that's it, we're good. Uh, that's not good enough. That is not good. I guarantee you, guys like me are going to be in Anaheim for the first series, and they're going to go into that clubhouse, and they're going to want to talk about it. And then their second series of the year is up here in Oakland. And I guarantee you, all of us are going to go into their clubhouse. And if their PR people are like, no, oh, they're not talking about it. We already addressed that. It's, we're going to be flipping them the bird. No, you're not. You're, are you going to hide this? You're, you're really going to hide this. Oh, I, I have no problem. I have no. Houston doesn't give us anybody anyway. I have no problem getting into it with the P- their PR group. We have every right to be in their clubhouse. We have every right within the time frame that the clubhouse is open. We have every right to go in there and talk to the Astros about this and ask them questions. And if they're denying it, why do you not want to talk about it? Why? Why don't you guys not want to talk about it? If they want to kick me out of their clubhouse, I don't care. They're not going to give me Verlander. I know Josh Reddick personally, so I can get him on the show. But other than that, they don't give us anybody. They're not bringing Bregman down. Yeah, how many how many times have we have we effort AJ Hinch? We did, we did get Reddick. A- AJ Hinch is a former A, and we couldn't get him on the show. Hey, we do get Blummer and Sparksy, and those are two of our favorites. And uh, speedy recovery to Steve Sparksy yeah. last week. God, our prayers go out to him. He had a heart attack. That's now it's that's now the second guy. What we've seen in the last like how many months? A broad, an analyst, a Mark former, Langston. Langston had one, and now Sparks. It's it's these guys are really young, and it's it's sad to see. So hopefully both of them are speedy recoveries. By the way, Fred Lynn and Ichiro, the only rookies to win Rookie of the Year and MVP. Fernando Mania, the only guy, only rookie to ever won Rookie of the Year and Cy Young in the same season. Yeah, because you 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 think about uh, Japanese players. You know the potential to come over. They're already they're already pros, and playing at a high level, and they come over. So he would have been only the third guy. The great Freddie Lynn also hit fifty two home runs that year for the Yankees. So he had a pretty. I'd say he had a nice year, nice little year there for uh, for a rookie. How about our buddy Max Muncie, friend of the program, Max Muncie? 
former A, who in his career hit five home runs for the A's, goes down to Los Angeles and becomes Babe Ruth. So Max Muncy today, this is according to Alden Gonzalez and uh, multiple other people, Max Muncy agrees to a new three-year, $26 million deal. The new contract, first reported by The Athletic, includes a $13 million club option for 2023 for what would be Muncy's first offseason of free agency and a $1.5 million buyout. Muncy's 29, he'll be 30 going into, uh, I think, in August. So he'll be 30 in August. Good for him. He just took care of his family right there. Because you'll get every dime of that $26 million. Now you're going to be taxed, but uh, after taxes you got, I don't know, $16 mil in the bank or whatever it is. Muncy's one of only seven guys over the last two years to have a 140 OPS plus and a 70 home runs. Joining Mike Trout, MVP, Christian Yelich, former MVP, Cody Bellinger, former MVP, or MVP J.D. Martinez, Nelly Cruz, Alex Bregman, and then Muncy. It's truly a spectacular turnaround because Max Muncy with the A's was not a big league player. He made it to the bigs, but he wasn't very good. And all of a sudden he goes to L.A., launch angles, switches swing, switches his swing, and now he's an all-star. Uh, it's, it's, pre- it's pretty incredible. And he has a feud with Madison Bumgarner that we all love when he told him to get it out of the ocean. Remember I, when he hit the home run? Yeah, That's, I love that. Well, they, they're going to face each other again this year. Well, But this time, he what's he going to tell Bumgarner this time? Get out of the desert if he hits one out in Arizona? <laughs> get it out of the cactus. Actually, he can tell him get it out of the pool because there's that hey, pool out there in the center. It, right center. It, it, it's great. I, I love that stuff. That stuff's great for baseball. And if Masson Bumgarner wants to yell at people, well, then he has every right to yell back. And you got to wear it. And Madison Bumgarner said, hey, listen, if these guys want to pimp home runs and you want to allow them to show their emotion, then you need to allow me to show my emotion. And I agree with him, too. If you're going to pimp it, I'm going to yell at you. What are you going to, you know? That's good for the game. It's good. I, 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 are you trying to tell me it wasn't fun to watch Puig and, and, and uh, Mad Bum go after it? How, by that the was way, great. Speak, I agree. I love that stuff. How about Puig potentially? Uh, I've heard this is from my one of my friends sent me a picture of his friends with Puig at the, down at the Super Bowl. Puig tells him hashtag Puig's your friend. Yeah, Puig tells him that he's meeting with the Giants this week. And then I said, hey, whatever happened to Puig meeting with the Giants? And my buddy goes, oh, it happened. Now this source isn't. I'll come on and say it. My source is not credible at all. So. I want it, but how great would it be if the Giants they signed Puig? They did talk to him at the Super Bowl. You, we, I seen the picture. Yeah. They were with Puig. But how great would it be if, if Puig signed with the Giants after Bumgarner left? Yeah. Who would have thought Arizona would have Mad Bum and Puig would be a Giant? What are they doing? I thought they – are you rebuilding? You're not rebuilding? You're talking about Hunter Pence. You're talking about Puig. You're, Wilmer Flores. I mean, what are you doing? Farhan, what's uh, – Hey, actually, I'll, I'll say you want you want a hot take. Oh if, boy, hot take! If Puig signs with the Giants, he will be the first guy since Barry Bonds to hit thirty home runs in a season. For I am him. selling that. You don't think Puig will hit thirty home runs there? Well, how many did Puig have last year? Well, he got traded, but he was playing where he started at the Great American Small Park, Great American Bandbox. Then he got traded to the Indians for our guy Trevor Bauer. Let's see, let's see, let's pull up uh, Puig's stats. Yasiel Puig last year. They are moving the fences in. Puig hit 24 home runs last year between two teams. I mean, 
hit 267. I, I can see it. I mean, his career in home runs was 28 in 2017. It could happen. Though, so, depending on the baseball, as we talked yes. about. Yes. What, what baseball are we playing? Where's Dr. Meredith Wills when we need her? What baseball are we going to be playing with in 2020? That might be, even though, like, all my preview magazines that I've bought, no one's talked about that. That might be the number one question heading into 2020. What ball are we playing with? We playing with a ball from that was kind of like a few years ago? Or are we going to be playing with the ball that we have now that's basically like a, a cue ball in pool? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I want to see the ball from last year still. I, I love Wait, which, which one? Postseason ball? Uh, regular season. Or regular season I, ball. I want the 307 home run twins. I want them to hit 330 this year. With Donaldson in their lineup, I want I want that team, not the not the you know the Giants that won the the World Series hitting 150 home runs. Yeah, because I got to tell you that that to me, because as as I as I said a couple times, I don't want to hear about your hitting home runs. It's the guys who don't hit home runs. That's where you if you're not hitting home runs in today's baseball, uh, you got a problem. Because everybody, and I do mean everybody, is hitting home runs. Muncie had 35 last year and 35 in 2018. Career, remember, you brought it up right. He had five as an A. I think Muncie had five in a week last year for the Dodgers. All right, on Monday, we're going to be going through one of my preview magazines, the 15 things to watch in 2020. So Garrett Cole is number one with the Yankees. Number two is the Astros fallout. Number three is rules changes. Number four, Strasburg, he's back. Number five, trouble with the minor leagues. What are they going to do with the minor leagues? Bernie Sanders stepping in to try and help the the minor leagues. Uh, feeling the draft, talking about changing the draft. Young Dodgers, Gavin Lux is going to be a big deal. Uh, number eight, automated strike zone. Number nine, labor rumblings. The relationship between... The Major League Baseball and the Players Union, Tony Clark. Brown is back. Padres are number 10. I love that the, the Brown is back. They wanted to do that for years. The Brewers' new uniforms are cool, too. The Rangers move indoors. That's number 11. Number 12, this was a big deal, but things have changed. New NL East managers. By the time this magazine, Athlon Baseball Preview, was printed, Carlos Beltran was still the manager of the Mets. And Steve Cohen was going to be buying the Mets. And, yeah, now they don't have an owner. Uh, They're going to stick with the Wilpon. Uh, Number 13, Chicago's team. And we're not talking about the Cubs. Are the White Sox on the south side taking over Chicago? Number 14, Jeter goes to Cooperstown. And number 15, the Japanese Babe Ruth. Shohei Otani returns, which I do think is going to be a huge story in 2020. We'll get into all of that on Monday on A's Cast Live starting at 1 o'clock. And probably the first thing we're going to be addressing on Monday is Mookie Betts still a Boston Red Sox? Is David Price still a Boston Red Sox? Or is the trade official... And they're in Los Angeles. I think the trade goes through. Maybe not by Monday. I think it still goes through. 
There's no like it was discussed. There's no way you can bring those guys back to Boston. Well, it's 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 based off Boston. Boston's got to find the right person. If what's what's this guy's name? The pitcher for the uh, uh, Bruce Star Gratterall 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 G A G R A T E R O L. Now he's pitching nine games. He's young and he's one of the top one of the Twins' prop, top prospects. He's had Tommy John. He throws like a hundred and one miles an hour and has a sinker that goes like a hundred miles an hour. But the question is, is medical with his shoulder? You got a guy who's already had a had Tommy John, and now you're worried about his shoulder, and that's the big prize for Mookie Betts. You're still sleeping on Verdugo, and his bad and, back. And his, and his, hey, he was a, a three a three plus WAR player last year. You give him a full season, he could be a five, maybe. So, and that lineup, who knows? So I'm getting rid of Mookie Betts, arguably the second best player in baseball, for a guy with a bad shoulder and another guy with a bad back. You got a lot of control there with those guys, though. Am I am I winning that trade? Uh, with I Mookie going into the Hall of Fame as a Dodger, and we keep forgetting uh, Kenta Maeda going to the to the Twins. That's a steal. I still think that's a steal for them. We were going over his his. Uh, you were go, running over some numbers with with me earlier. Oh, about you want his. some? You want some Kenta Maeda? So pitchers with 10 strikeouts per nine innings and a whip of 1.2 or less since two, since 2017. Kenta Maeda is on that list with, and it goes by their ages, oldest to youngest, Rich Hill, Justin Verlander, Charlie Morton, Max Scherzer, Corey Kluber, Carlos Carrasco, Hugh Darvish, Jacob deGrom, and the youngest, Kenta Maeda. I... When, when, when this thing went down, we both were – we both said, hey, Maeda gets outs. This guy, he can get it for you as a starter or a reliever. I, I, I told you before, he's a great hitter. Not that it matters now that he's pitching for the Twins. Well, hypothetically, pitching for the Twins until the trade is said either it's off or not. But he's a very serviceable guy. He's 31 years old, and I, I just I've always liked the way he pitched for the Dodgers. You can use him as a starter, use him as a reliever. You can use him pretty much in any role you you want to use him as. And it's what the Twins need. The Twins need another arm in that bull, in that it will bullpen and their and their rotation because behind Barrios, who I mean, who do you really have for them? I mean, they, a team that won 101 games last year, but they don't have what you call a powerhouse pitching staff behind Jose and. I'm really drawing a blank on some of the guys. Like Martin Perez was there, but now he's with the Red Sox. Like I'm trying to think of the other guys they've had. Last year, I can't. Even, there's the guy that was the Uber driver that the Yankee fans were cheering, chanting his name at. <laughs> I mean, those are the guys like uh, Dubnik. I think it was like there's those guys. Like I can't. Like this is a good. I think it's a good move. Jim Bowden gave him a C grade on in the Athletic when he did the grades on the trade. I think it's because they go out the prospect, but you're getting Maeda back, who's a very serviceable major league starter. Just what the Twins need if they want to fight off the. Southsiders you for got the AL Central. All Star Jake Odorizzi. Oh, that's right. He's about, he he took the qualifying. And you there. forget former A Homer Bailey. Oh, they got Rich Hill. They got Rich Hill and they got Pineda. Oh, Pineda! Wow. Remember how? Remember the the hype on him with the Mariners, and then he went to the then he went to the Yankees, and the pine tar thing happened. That was a big gob of pine tar yeah, on, on his, his neck. neck. Yeah. No one's gonna see that. See, like that, like it's no no offense to the twin starters. Like I, I, I mean, Odorizzi was great last year for them. A former top prospect in his own right, with the I want to say with, I want to say with the Rays, and he went to the Royals. I think that's the way it was when the James Shields trade, or it was the other way around. But he was a top prospect, and good for him. But Maeda is going to be a nice little addition if the trade goes through. Athlon Sports 2020 MLB preview. 
largest on the newsstand at 224 pages. Inside is juiced. What's the ball? What's the deal with the ball? And then on the cover, Matt Chapman is on the. See, if you buy these magazines, wherever, whatever city you're in, will be your players. So Buster Posey represents the Giants. Matt Chapman with your Oakland Athletics. I disagree with who the Giants have on it. It should be Mike Yastrzemski. Yaz, he was the best player for the Giants last year. But, you know, Buster is a household name. So I will be reading through this over the weekend, and we'll be starting to go through my preview magazines. I do like the 15 things to look forward to. I don't think Garrett Cole is number one, but that's a lot of that's me being a West Coast bias guy, and I've, I've seen Garrett Cole pitch his entire career. I don't, Cole, he's going to pitch it for the Yankees. Great. Well, if he's pitching in the World Series for the Yankees and they're getting their first World Series uh, win since 2009 and he's doing it against the Dodgers, a team that went after Garrett Cole and didn't land him, I think it'll be a pretty big deal. Yeah, it'll just be you know another, or, another shot to my heart watching him pitch in the World Series. If he's losing to the Athletics in the ALCS and then we have a, a three-peat of Dodgers A's in the World Series – Someone will be getting their first World Series victory either from 1988 or 1989. What if it's A's Reds? Everyone loves the Reds. In A's, 1990. A's Reds. That's another uh, repeat. Would, would you rather see A's Reds or A's Dodgers? A's Dodgers. I, I, I think a lot of people agree with you. I would agree. But I'm not, again, I am not jumping on the train of the Reds are winning the Central, the Reds are running through the, the NL playoffs and going to the World Series. I, I need to see. Bauer bounce back. I need to see Luis Castillo build from last year. Sonny Gray build from last year. What these guys do. I'm really excited to see uh, uh, Shogo Akiyama, the new Japanese center fielder they got to play for them. I'm excited to see that, but I'm not giving the Reds the NL Central just yet because uh, the Cardinals are still there. I got the Cardinals. I got the Brewers and the Cubs all, all on the line here. want to weigh in on it. Brewers are uh, trying to add to that pitching staff that's not very wasn't very good last year. They relied on those relievers. They're the big case study this year with the Rays on the how their bullpen pans out with all these new roles. All right, that's going to do it for Townie and the Commander Podcast. We'll be back with A's Cast Live on Monday from 1 to 4. And, then of course, we replay it from 4 to 7. Enjoy your weekend. Oh, I'll be down at Pebble Beach Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to the Oakland Zoo for the first time over the weekend. Are you really? I've been to the zoo since I lived in Pittsburgh. I've been to the zoo once and it was in Pittsburgh, so I'm going this weekend. Looking forward to that. It's not Pebble Beach. Where I get to see the pro am and all the people, you know, the celebrities. The celebrities. And then there's this, which you know, is a zoo. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy down there for you, but go to exposure. Make sure you mention Ace Cast while you're down there. I need my Ace Cast friend of the program T-shirt. Or just hand out those cards that you were giving out at the game of the season. It says how to download Ace Cast. <laughs> That'll do it for Townie and the Commander. We'll see you all Monday. Have a great weekend. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.